Welcome, welcome to Who to Thunk It with Zeb, episode six on the Galapagos Goat Wars that occurred from 1998 to 2006 on the Galapagos Islands. Ah, goats. Goats are one of the oldest domesticated animals in the world because they are super hardy creatures and can produce milk and some meat. And of course, goats have that have what seems to be one of the most effective evolutionary traits for any animal to have. They are useful to humans. There's evidence going back to 10,000 years that we, we domesticated them that long ago, and scientists believe they are the first animals humans ever milked. Growing up in rural Pennsylvania, I saw quite a lot of farms and interacted with goats all the time. I can tell you these hardy mammals will eat just about anything. I have actually seen goats eat aluminum cans before seen it with my own eyes. As a kid, I remember my friend and I spent all day trying to jump on the back of a goat. We failed a lot until we tried to jump from the top of the fence. I was successful in landing on the goat's back, but it immediately bucked me off right away, and I landed in a cow patty. That's a true story. (laughs) Um, The reason goats are super hard to sneak up on in a field is because they have evolved to have rectangular pupils. So whereas humans, we have circular pupils, theirs are rectangular, giving them an almost 360-degree view of the terrain. That means they can see left and right very, very well, but they don't see up and down very well. So when I jumped from the fence, it couldn't see me, but when we try to sneak up on it from behind or something like that, it could see us very easily due to its rectangular pupils. Goats can jump um, at around five feet, or that for... Our metric system users, that's one and a half meters in the air. So to be penned, they need a very high fence. Now, there's many different species of goats, but that's the average, I'd say. They are expert climbers. There are goats in Morocco that climb the Arginia tree. You can Google goats in trees and you'll be amazed. These goats literally go all the way into these trees. It's really awesome. There are mountain goats, and they're super agile and can run, run on cliff sides. Some Italian goats can be seen scaling man-made dams to lick salt deposits. Also Google that because the dams in Italy that these goats climb are super, super um, slick. Like there's not much for the, not many ledges for them to run on. Just maybe a centimeter or two or half an inch probably the best ledge they're going to get on these dams, and yet they're, like, jumping up and down. It's amazing. Last week, I went over the Great Emu Wars of Australia and in Episode 5, where humans tried to decimate the indigenous emu populations with machine guns in order to save farmers' crops. This week, this week's episode is about another one of man's wars against an animal species, but instead of trying to save farmers' money, the Galapagos Goat Wars were waged to save other animal species from extinction and was backed by animal conservationists. The Galapagos Islands themselves are known for having some of the most diverse and exotic species known to man. These islands are part of Ecuador, but they're 600 miles or 900 kilometers out into the Pacific Ocean. So the goats didn't swim there. They are most famous for being the birthplace of Charles Darwin's theory of evolution. You know, Darwin's finches, it's where he went and basically had his epiphany of that, you know, life is driven by evolution. Now, in the 1700s, whalers brought a few goats to the Galapagos Islands so they could have a reliable food source when they returned. 
you know, makes sense. The Spanish also brought goats for food to the islands. They then noticed British pirates, their enemies, were using the goats as a resource. So the Spanish released dogs to kill the goats, but this wasn't successful. And then fast forwarding to as early as 19, or as recent as 1959, fishermen lost track of two male goats and one female goat on a single island. And 14 years later, those three goats had exploded to a population Estimated at about 30,000 goats. So there's two dudes, one chick on this one island. The Galapagos Islands isn't just one bulk of landmass. There's a lot of different ones. And on this one specific island, two males, one female, 14 years, 30,000 kids. That's insane. <laughs> or, you know, grandkids, so on. But goats are very robust creatures. Like most places on Earth, the goats adapted to the arid environment and thrived. Before goats, the indigenous Galapagos tortoises, uh, these are the giant tortoises you see on late night talk shows. Um, they're like the size of an end table. They're really big and fascinating. Very slow. They just look like giant balls of dirt from far away. Um, had evolved, these tortoises had evolved without mammals and as the principal herbivore on the island. So when goats dropped off, goats were dropped off in the birthplace of evolution, they started eating every plush green plant they could find. By the 1960s, the, goat had the goats had exploded in population to around 40,000, endangering the Galapagos tortoises, whose numbers had dropped to about around 15 in the 60s. By 1997, there were over 100,000 goats on North Isabella Island alone, with around 250 goats in the Galapagos as a whole. Humankind decided to take action to save this historic paradise from home to some of the most exotic species on the planet. They tossed around a few ideas, including introducing lions to the islands to eat the goats. <laughs> now, you think of, okay, we brought goats here. They're destroying the environment. How can we fix this? Let's introduce another species that's not indigenous to this island, to this area, that should fix it. <laughs> and let's make sure this new species. Oh, but anyway, this makes me think of a quote from Jurassic Park. T-Rex doesn't want to be fed. He wants to hunt. Can't just suppress 65 million years of gut instinct. That was Dr. Grant from the Jurassic Park. The idea of lions hunting goats made me think of that quote, that scene because, I mean, how hard is it to hunt a goat? I guess they are hardy creatures, but. Think of a lion eating goats in an island where goats had had no predators for, what, we said the 1700s? They'd have no predators for that long. All of a sudden, lions show up, and they're like, what's up? And just like, <laughs> they probably would kill them, but I would also kill everything else because that's what lions do. Fortunately, the plan to introduce lions was deemed too stupid, basically. If you have a problem that was caused by introducing an invasive species to an environment, introducing another species rarely fixes the problem, especially if the new species you're introducing can also eat people very easily. <laughs> so I'm really glad they didn't do the lion idea because then it would probably be this like this area that we just don't go to anymore. Like Snake Island. Maybe I'll go in an episode about Snake Island. There's an island, just snakes. Uh, but they did come up with a more reasonable solution. It was dubbed Project Isabella after one of the main islands where the tortoises live. The conservationists decided to use man to clean up its own mistake. First phase was hiring squads of hunters to roam the islands and kill any goats they saw. You know, not much you know, goes into that 
planning there, that phase. This proved to take too long and was not as effective nor cost efficient enough. So then some, so then some elite snipers were hired, mainly from New Zealand, to take out goats from helicopters on a 15 square mile or almost 10,000 acres. I don't know if you are into this sort of thing, but you can watch these videos on YouTube. No judgment. I say whatever floats your goat. So these snipers were hired and they're flying through helicopters with these marksman rifles taking out goats. And I saw it. It was on a it was on a very reputable news source. It's kind of amazing, but also pretty gruesome. You're watching animals die, and it's not their fault that they were the ones destroying the environment. It was man's fault. But um, it's pretty awesome. It was the most successful large-scale mammal eradication operation to date. So like I said, gruesome, but also impressive because as you saw with the emus last episode, man is terrible at eradicating things. Uh, if they're tr if they're really trying to do it, Felipe Cruz, uh, technical director of the Darwin Research Station, was quoted saying, "All international experts told us that this was impossible; that nowhere in the world had this been done. The best achievement of Project Isabella was to remove the imminent threat to 65% of the native and endemic species of Northern Isabella, which was the presence of the goats. With this percentage of endemic species, is the largest population of tortoises." in the wild. I don't think anyone can doubt the incalculable value of this. So that was translated into English because he was speaking Spanish, but he's basically, he's saying these tortoises are found nowhere else. 65% um, of the native species here were in danger by these goats. 65%. That's, that's insane. So it was basically a rescue mission, killing all these goats. And, Trying to take these goats from the islands to somewhere else, way too cost, way too costly, um, and probably wouldn't have worked out. So, however, in the last two years of the project, some goats hid in caves and in highly forested areas, so the helicopters could not get to them. Sharpshooters, these elite snipers, couldn't do anything. So the goats started to associate the sound of helicopters with death. They got good at evading the helicopters. And because goats are so tough, persistent, and reproduce very effectively, the conservationist goal was to not let even one fertile pair alive in the wild. That was the goal. They had to, get, they had to kill them all, basically. Like that Metallica album. Kill them all. The scientist-backed goat eradication team deployed a strategy dubbed the Judas Goat. They tagged some select fertile females with a GPS tracking device and set it free. This female sought out other males just through evolution. That's what they were pro programmed to do by evolution. And they were sought out to find the other goats where they were hiding. The team followed the females via GPS to the cave or wherever the other goats were hiding, killed all the goats they found there, except the Judas goat, which they let to, they let alive, uh, who they were kept alive to repeat the process. So you put something in this goat GPS, let it go. It runs away. It's like, Oh, so glad I got away. It finds all its other goat buddies. Moments later, a uh, eradication team shows up, kills everyone, lets you live, run away, and it just keeps happening. It's pretty gruesome, but effective. Like I said, it was the most 
successful large-scale malware eradication operation to date. It took two more years and the creation or recruitment of 900 Judas goats to get the job done. 900 of these female goats were tracked on GPS to whatever cave they were going to and killed. 900! And they were reusable, so that happened a lot. Project Isabella was met with some, with not some, with great controversy. They slaughtered about a quarter million goats. However, they did so to right a wrong for mankind's past. They did not, they did not do it to save not only, or they did it not only to save the giant tortoise, but dozens of other species that call the Galapagos Islands home. As Felipe Cruz was saying, 65% of the native species were in danger by these goats. It wasn't just the tortoises. That was, if I had to guess, the team trying to eradicate these goats were using the tortoises as sort of like a PR because they were in danger and they're probably the most recognizable species of the island, but there were so many other species also in danger. Save the tortoises, you know what I mean? It's... It's a it's an easy catch line or catchphrase. Now, now there are hardly any goats left in the Galapagos, and it is one of the most protected ecosystems on the planet. If you go to the Galapagos Islands, you are checked very thoroughly by customs to make sure you are not bringing anything. And you think, well, I'm not going to bring a goat along. No, it could be anything from a a, a certain species of ant that was hiding in your bag or, you know, when you travel, it could be anything seeds that got in your, you weren't even trying. You were hiking um, wherever you came from a week ago and some seeds got in your shoes. You go to this, these Galapagos islands or anywhere that doesn't have these species. They fall out of your shoes. All of a sudden, what is going on? Man spread species like crazy around the globe. So be careful of that. And goats were only the most successful invasive species. Um, There's also cows and pigs that are brought to the islands, and they endanger the tortoises as well. Pigs eat so many tortoise eggs overnight. So this was just one of them. It's it's a big problem. In 2018, there were 1,900 giant tortoises on the island. So success story. The, The tortoises jump back. It's great. However, when Darwin first visited the islands, there were 16 species, 16 different species of tortoises. Now there's only 10. That, that, there's only 10 species that remain. There's six species are lost forever. We are the only species that has any idea how to protect this planet and respect nature. Your actions have repercussions that affect much more than you will ever know. So be careful when you travel. Make sure not to have a goat in your carry-on. <laughs> Credit to this episode goes to a couple different things. Um, Animal Logic. There's a couple YouTube videos. That's what I like to do on less serious topics um, or things in the past. Animal Logic had a video called The the War on Goats on YouTube. The BBC, BBC Environments, Alien Invasion on the Islands. That was a great one, the BBC. That's where Felipe Cruz's quote was from. Um, and it's the BBC. It's, it's amazing. The country fought a war. This country fought a war with two, uh, 250,000 goats who won also on YouTube, but also, uh, read an article on Newsweek, um, counterinsurgency, counterinsurgency 
Great Goat War. So that concludes episode six of my weekly Who to Thunk It with Zeb podcast. Hope you enjoyed. At this time, I don't know what I'm going to do next week. I'm thinking, uh, shout out to my friend Brian who told me to do an episode or do a a couple episodes about conspiracy theories, not the controversial um, conspiracy theories. This is not going to be Alex Jones podcast. No, I'm going to be talking about ones that are insanely ridiculous. He gave an example. I don't know if it's a real conspiracy, but or if he was just trying to make me laugh or give me an example. But he said there's people that believe JFK was assassinated, um, or he wasn't assassinated, but that he died from his his head exploded because he held his breath in too long. So, yeah, might do one of those. I thinking I'm thinking next week I'm going to do the KFC uh, sterilization conspiracy. There's a conspiracy theory that KFC put in into their chicken something that sterilized African Americans. Um, because the colonel was a suspected KKK member at one point in time. I don't know. That sounds interesting. Tune in next week. We'll see what we'll do. Um, And thanks for listening.